In a universe very much like your own, dear listener, four beings of immeasurable power connected over discord to create a galaxy. These beings possessed the power to create a gift given to them through years of reading literature and from a very helpful manuscript gifted to one of them through purchase on the Lame Mage Productions website for nine US dollars and 99 cents. The four were amazed at the power they wielded and in their hubris created with impunity. The sessions were three, and at the end of their dizzying task, the four being stepped back to examine their work and said that it was good. Against boredom, even the gods themselves struggle in vain. Nietzsche. Hi, everybody. We're, we're the Roll Warriors team, and uh, today we're going to be playing a world-building game uh, developed by Lame Mage Productions um, called Microscope. This was uh, written by Ben Robbins, and... Um, <clears throat> It's kind of a it's kind of an interesting game, uh, and I will let uh, you guys help me read the um, description for it. So this is the page um, should be page six uh, after what is microscope, uh, and it's in italics. So uh, Andrew, why don't you kick us off with the first paragraph? All right. Uh, Microscope works differently than some other role-playing games you might have played, so let's abandon some preconceptions. You won't have your own character. You won't play the game in chronological order. You may know all about the future, but be surprised by the past. You'll build the story from the outside in. You'll decide the big picture, the grand scheme of history, and then burrow down and carve out the details. It's fractal gaming. So think big. You'll have a massive chunk of history to play around in. And I'll just read this last part. Humanity spreads to the stars and forgets, forges a galactic civilization. Fledgling, la- fledgling nations arise from the ruins of the Empire. An ancient line of dragon kings dies out as magic fades from the realm. These are all examples of microscope games. Um, the author of this game says I should read this part to you because it's really important. All of us sitting at this table have equal creative power. At times, we'll have different roles and authority, but we're all equal participants and authors. It may sound like I'm running the game because I'm going to be explaining a lot about the rules, and I may interrupt and jump in to clarify how the game is played, but I don't have any more authority than anyone else who is coming to play the game. Uh, There's no GM. Uh, Now that we know what the game's about, uh, we're ready to get started. Um, The first step is creating a big picture. Um, so what we want to do is um, basically create a history seed. And this is like a one sentence um, kind of overview of what our uh, st- what our history is going to be about. Um, so I have that on the document. Big picture. Um, so I know that we have it set in space and um it's humanity's kind of first interaction with aliens uh i also really liked andrew's um statement in an earlier uh meeting about it being like maybe early 
or just after the discovery of um, uh, like interstellar travel. Um, so we should let's let's brainstorm a, a big picture seed for that kind of thing. Okay. Anyone have a suggestion? Okay, so this is you said this is like basically after like after first discovering interstellar space travel basically. Yeah, so the rest of the the rest of this this sector of space has just gotten interstellar travel. Um and we're going to be focusing primarily in the campaign on, on the human astronauts, but for now we don't even have to talk about them. They're 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 the focus of the campaign, but they're not the focus of the history that we're creating. Okay. We want to talk about this sector of space. Okay. Um, like what it looks like, basically? So just like a catchy one-liner uh, or, or, you know, one sentence that kind of is like the thesis statement, if you will, of our, uh, of our sector of space, of our history. Okay. Um, okay. I was thinking, like... The interstellar space race has just begun, uh, but let's keep pace because there's a lot left to discover. Yeah, if you, you want that, you can go ahead and write it. Um, I would find a way to simplify that wording-wise, just to make it like a little bit... I, I, I want it to be vague, but po- like pointed, you know? Um, like, well, give us a lot of space to play around in, but be... Uh, direct in the focus if that's not counterintuitive okay. okay are we the last ones to discover this um no 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 we're we're take we're looking at a bird's eye view of history mm-hmm. um in this section of section of space and things might have happened before it and things might have happened after it um we're just focusing on this point right now so as historians, how would we describe this? I just put something down in the big picture. I said a fledgling civilization enters a new galactic stage. All right. I like that. Yeah, that's not bad. It's short. It's it's explanatory. Um yeah, let's let's hear everybody's uh and then we'll maybe vote. I'll type out one too. Oh god. Okay, head empty, no thoughts. Let me think. <laughs> yeah, here's some sample ones that they have. Um, explorers settle a new land, displacing the native people. Secret societies carefully steer the course of civilization. Primitives leave their cave and find the first city or found the first cities. A race of machines unearth, unearth their organic origins. All right, Jordan, do you, or do you not have one? Yeah, it's okay I don't have don't. one. I'm so sorry. No thoughts. Head empty. It's okay. That's okay. We're, we're this is just a warm up. So of the three, um, Mine who sucks. likes the I know. first? Who likes the first one the best? Okay. Uh, who likes the second one? <laughs> it's lame. I know. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of saying the same thing. I feel like. I yeah. So yeah, I think Gavin, yours is just the most descriptive without it being too descriptive i guess if that makes sense yeah Yeah. okay all right so we want to go with with the recent invention of interstellar travel the galaxy just got bigger yeah yeah okay. sure that so sounds good what if we use advent instead of recent invention that, that kind of makes it shorter but also like mysterious i like that 
with the advent of interstellar travel. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. All right. Um, I'll just get rid of the others uh, so that we just have one here. Sorry, guys. Delete. <laughs> and that's gonna be that's gonna be our big picture. We're we're always remembering when we are going. Um, okay. Okay. So a uh, microscope is a little like poker. Uh, you want to keep your cool ideas close to your vest until you use them. If the rest of us know what you're going to do ahead of time, it's not as interesting. After we get the big picture um, satisfied, the next thing we have to do is bookend the history. Um, so history is going to be divided into periods. Each period is a very large chunk of time. Could be decades, could be centuries. Um, this would be like, you know, the Hundred Years' War, or uh, or the Industrial Age. Like, they're, they're big chunks of history that people can, like, actually, you know, this is the start of it, this is the end of it. Um, so, what we're going to do is we're going to make a starting period and an ending period. Um, how we do that is uh, we're basically just going to agree on a short description for each period, um, and then we'll decide if it's light or dark, um, meaning that, you know, things that are happening in this period are good, or things that are happening in this period are very not good. So this will be the starting point and the ending point. And let's... So let me um, create a new thing, uh, bold, italics, period, start. So what do we think the starting period should be? Um, probably, probably something having to do with the advent of interstellar travel. Um, but this could be like, this could be like anything. You could have it be like the first planet colonized or something like that. Okay. So like, uh, the, it, you know, um, interstellar colonization begins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good. So periods are going to um, be not indented. Events are going to be indented below them with a, a, a bullet. And then scenes are going to be un indented under the events because each one of those things is happening inside of the other. Um, the period happens, and then the event happens inside the period, and then a scene happens inside an event. Um, so, do we think interstellar colonization begins is light or dark? Dark. Dark, for sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll call it dark. Um, Demi, what, uh, what's the justification? Uh, interstellar colonization begins with forced servitude of conquered races in the galaxy. Let me stop. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's 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 you know fine with me. I, I, I get the I get the justification. We'll get we'll get more into it uh, at a later point. Um, okay. So, and then we're gonna do period end or ending period. Cool. Ooh, do I get to type that? Don't worry about typing the dis the, the justification. Um, it's just for us to know. Okay. Um, so I, I wouldn't really worry about it. We we, we figured out why uh, we thought it was dark and, and we can move on. and We kind of all have it in our heads. So 
Um, the ending period. What what do we think is going to be the end of uh, the history that we're looking at? This doesn't have to be the end of you know all life in the this section of space. It's just a blanket term um, to to mean like you know we're not going to focus on anything past this point. I was going to say that like interstellar tra- space travel only works within a certain radius. And, like, if they try to extend and beyond that radius, then, like, it, like, blows up or something. Is that a period? Or is that just a statement? Oh, okay. So you mean, like, like from beginning to end period? Like, a period in time? Yes, yeah. So, like, like the Industrial Revolution is a period. Yeah. Um, so oh, okay. The example that they have, the example that they have is like, so they had they had a start period of Earth is in sh- sad shape, but mankind unites to face the challenge and make a new life among the stars. It's not easy, but it's a time of hope and unity. So that's what they wrote for start period. End period, they wrote, humanity is scattered across a myriad of star systems with no central connection or core identity. Isolated and alone, humanity faces stagnation. Um, so that's that's the period um and when they wrote it on the cards they said humanity or mankind makes new life among the stars is the starting period humanity stagnates isolated and alone is the ending period um so so what this could be anything uh andrew do you have a good idea (laughs) i feel like with colonization starting there they will I mean, considering that there's potentially going to be other life um, that the human civilization discovers, I would positively hope that um, some sort of, like, I don't know if you could call it like a council, but like an organization of multiple races or um, civilizations come to an accord to work together as uh, a group instead of just total domination through colonization okay okay it's a little long-winded sorry no it's okay um we can find a way to summarize that if you want to write if you want to write down a summary for that uh that's fine we'll, we'll vote on one um i just off the cuff um i know that i know that i want there to be an empire so i was thinking that the um Empire fades into obscurity. Might be an ending period. Uh, Jordan, what about you? Um, all I can think of is like humanity being destroyed. That's okay. That's an option. I'll, I'll write mine out first. The all-powerful empire fades into obscurity. Oh, interesting. So Demi's just typed out, space travel works both ways, and a more advanced civilization stops Empire's expansion. I can't think of a way to, like, type out what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking, like, eventually humans just sort of stop existing because maybe they don't live as long as the other races, and maybe they, like, cross-pollinate and become... A completely different race entirely but they just sort of stop existing after like okay. obviously a ridiculous amount of time so let's you could say like the human genealogy 
um, ends with interspecies crossbreeding. Sure. <laughs> That's like gross when you put it that way. But maybe it was gross when <laughs> I said it. Interspecies crossbreeding. <laughs> it was probably gross when I said it, and there's just no way to sum it up that's not gross. I don't know. Um, all right, uh, Andrew, which one's your favorite? I like the um, Demi's a lot. That's really good. Yeah, I also I also like Demi's. Uh, Demi, what are you in favor of? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Jordan? That's uh, unanimous. That's unanimous for <laughs> for Demi. <laughs> okay. I will get rid of the others. And we will go with Demi's. All right. So, light or dark? Hmm. I want to say dark because this civilization is trying to freaking monopolize interstellar st- space travel so they're culling any of the civilizations that they discover that's also discovering it okay so the the all-powerful evil empire is defeated by a more advanced civilization that's worse <laughs> it's demi's vote. more evil um yeah i don't know i think most space stories end on a hopeful note i'm i want to go i want to go spin it in a light direction okay let's do it yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I'm thinking like like a like a long forgotten civilization uh you know resurfaces and like the the good guys take the fight to the empire using their their resources and technology and stuff. That would be cool. Um we can't start in a bad place and end in a bad place, I feel like. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, Sorry, I've been, we could. I've been playing. The goth in me wants to. Now that we've got our big picture and our starting period and our ending period, the next thing that we need to do is establish a palette. Um, So basically what this is, these are the things that we agree to include or ban from our history. And if we include them, they're typically when you include something, it is something that we wouldn't have thought uh, to include before, say, you know, wizards in space. We wouldn't, we weren't thinking wizards were going to be in space, but if somebody wants to add it, they can add it. And then it's an option. It might never get played with, but it's an option that's added into the palette. Conversely, things that we absolutely don't want to have in the, in the history. And this doesn't have to be like just, you know, for political correctness it could also be just like well i don't think that you know spaceships should have guns um and that could be something that you decide to ban um everybody gets a chance to add or remove something we're just going to go in in uh the order that um you guys are listed on the chat 
and um when one or, or when somebody finally decides that they don't have anything else to add we'll stop with the palette uh and that'll be that'll be what we're that'll be the paints that we're coloring with does that make sense yeah yeah okay i digs it so i think i'm gonna put the the palette should go at the very top of the page in my opinion first in the order is uh jordan what's one thing you want to add to the palette or remove from the palette? i want to have space pirates space pirates okay go ahead and put it in space pirates pirates in disguise <laughs> sorry and now are these like like literal like you know, uh, turn of the turn of the or uh, not turn of the I'm, century. Um, yes, I'm like imagining. I'm imagining like um, pirates of the Caribbean pirates, not like not yeah. like modern all right. at all. Awesome, definitely dig that. Very very much a very much a uh, fuck treasure planet. Give me treasure planet vibe. like yesterday. All right, Ooh, okay. that sounds fun. all right. Serving up so we're gonna put space pirates. Days. Yes, and that and so that we we know that that's a that's a definitely a thing that we are adding. Yeah. All right. Uh, next is Andrew. Uh, what's one thing you want or don't want? I would like a uh, robotic. What is the term that I'm looking for? Like. Uh, managing staff almost like a butler robotic butlers or like as like giving service like giving basic services instead of like fulfilling human basic needs instead of the humans doing it themselves okay so like automated servants yes that's it thank you okay all right yeah you can go ahead and add that okay i am next i let's let's do a no because uh, the first two have been yeses. I think um, there should be no uh, time travel. Like, no technology that enables you to move through time. And not even, not even like, anomalies that can make time weird. Like, there, there's, you know, uh, real planets that have, like, like, uh, gravity wells and stuff or or you're close to a black hole where time gets like stretched or shrunk that's fine but you can't go backwards um or forwards a bunch so time travel is out all right uh demi i should probably do a no two then um you can do whatever you want okay oh wow um literally anything Oh lord! Yeah, anything you want, anything. Uh, when when we say like anything you want to add is um, things that would be like not expected within the uh, interstellar sci-fi environment that we're creating, um, or, and and then the conversely is any anything you want to remove that we might expect. So like time travel, I was like. There's plenty of sto- sci-fi stories about time travel. We're not having it. Okay. Um, there is no such thing as currency. Um, every All the space trade is like a complete barter system. So you have to like trade oh, awesome items for other items. 
Oh, that's going to make our that's going to make the economy real interesting. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and add it. Um, here's a follow-up question um because I feel like it needs to be elaborated on. Do you mean that do you mean to say that there is no interplanetary currency or there is no currency period? There is like no currency period and like oh, I guess right. in space traveling like if you go to a planet you have to use that planet's currency i guess but like in between okay no so that's what i mean yeah (laughs) like the the empire might have its own currency but it's not it's not the it's not the galactic standard right nobody's got that yeah that's not like a galactic standard so it's like mostly bartering things that each civilization like whatever can use yeah, like I've got I've got Fielnel dollars. Do you take Fielnel dollars? No, I do not. Get out of here. Right. Get out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> or or I don't know. But I guess uh, Fielnels come through the station. I, I could take that. That's fine. Um, all right, that makes sense. Okay, back to the top, Jordan. Um, I would like maybe for magic to exist. Interesting. Elaborate. Like what kind of magic? Like it doesn't have to be magic, but I'd like maybe like some races can do things that would be seen as magic. Like they could materialize things or like teleport at will or something. Okay. So like Ooh. well yeah, you could just call it like space magic. Yeah. <laughs> or or I'm going to call it alien uh, magic. That's a good one. That's a good way to say that. Yeah. All right. Andrew. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, so I don't know. These have all been really interesting. I'm having trouble thinking of one now. (laughs) That's fine. If you, if you want to, if you don't have any ideas, uh, we can, we can skip you uh, and then I'll do one, and, and Demi will do one, and then we'll be done. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, all right. I I think I want to add organic spaceships, and that is definitely a reference to um, the uh, TV show Farscape. Uh, where they flew around in a Leviathan that was alive and capable of thought and feeling and pain. Um, and they, you know, walked around inside of its body. Uh, but it was definitely a spaceship. Oh, that's kind of like the Gnosis and Xenosaga. Yeah. yeah. There, 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 other, other things have done it, too. Um, the most familiar one to me is Farscape, so that's why I said it. But yes spaceships that are made at or that are a living organism i is is in it organic i like it okay i guess bioorganic spaceships just because organic i think that's a little is that too is that too like vague bioorganic um i don't know i think i explained it the, the, yeah. it's important enough as long as you guys understand what i'm talking about it's fine yeah okay um all right demi uh what's the last do you got one or do you want to skip um, I, hmm, 
Okay, sorry. I have I have a, I have a couple. I'm trying to figure out which one I, I want to use. Um, and you know, th- this is. Um, I do want to clarify something that, like, in the palette, we're not we're not cr- like creating like these are the only ideas that can exist in the universe you could at any time on your turn just be like hey there's an alien species called the flood and they just fucking kill everything like and then we just it's in there now stop because i was just thinking that there should be like this like this like rogue intergalactic alien don't 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 do it don't do it don't do it okay keep it save it for later Oh, we don't okay. want to know what you're thinking. I'm oh, just trying okay. to say that the palette, the palette does not have to be about that. The palette is a, is a, is this something that we would expect? No. Well, I want it anyway. Is this something we wouldn't expect or, or, uh, that we, uh, you know, would, would expect? I don't want that at all. That's, that's more of the idea of this. So I was thinking that we should all have magical girl transformations. <laughs> what? We should all have magic. This isn't the rule. This isn't we're we're building rules for the for the legacy game. This is just this is just stuff that exists in the history of this galaxy. Oh, okay. Then I'm putting magical girl transformations. It doesn't have to be specifically for anything, but they exist. So there's okay. aliens out there that fucking sailor moon it. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait. Also, does magical girl transformations kind of fit into alien magic? So is that kind of redundant? Um, no, because I think that none of us were thinking uh, when Jordan said alien magic that there was going to be Sailor Moon characters. So I think <laughs> that including magic girl transformations definitely helps illuminate that that is where you want to go with this. Okay, cool. But, you know, and again, like, this this is just, it's part of the palette, but it's not something that has to happen. Um, or that if, if none of us, like, if none of the rest of us um, vibe with that idea, we're not, like, beholden to include it in the history. It just okay. exists. Okay, cool. And, um, like, yeah. And, like, in ter- it doesn't have to be as dramatic as Sailor Moon. I mean, it will be in some cases, but I just mean it, like, if we're, like, equipping our armor then all of a sudden we're just gonna go out on our armor <laughs> it's going to appear <laughs> or just something something of a sort yeah yeah but yeah that this just including it in the palette just means that like it exists somewhere out there okay cool if, if the spotlight never shines on it it doesn't mean it doesn't exist it's just that uh you know, it th- whatever's happening in the universe that we decide to take focus on is the most important thing going on, and the fact that people can turn into magical girls—it's just to happen. It just happens. We just take it for granted because you know, people just turn into magic girls. That's all that happens. I don't know why you're making a big deal about it. It's just something that happens.
so now that we have uh, set up the game, we want to uh, start playing. Uh, we already know more about our history than we did when we came up with the single sentence idea. And as we play, we'll find out more and more. This basic structure of the game is that we keep uh, going around the table, adding to the history, making either a period, an event, or a scene. For each rotation, there's going to be one player called the lens, and that player is going to pick a particular focus that everything we create has to relate to. So if the focus is a city, each player is going to get to add something to the history that somehow relates to that city. It's a topic to keep us all on the same page. If you make a period or event, just describe what happens as though we're seeing it from the bird's eye view. You're in charge, and the rest of us are eagerly listening to hear what you have to say. If you make a scene, we all pick characters and role play to find out what really happens in that moment of history. Um, I'll go first to show how it works. So I'll be the first lens, and I'll pick the first focus for our history. Um, so I can create a new period. Um, it'll have it'll be between our starting period and our ending period, um, somewhere in the timeline. Um, or I can create a event that happens inside of a period, um, or a scene that happens inside of that event. Um, since I am the lens, um, I will create two things that are. Um, or I can either create one thing, or I can create two things that are. Uh, like connected to each other so i could create a period and then an event with ins that inside of that or a event and then a scene inside of that does that make sense yeah and then each person after me will get to make will get to make uh one thing and then at the end i will come back and create one more thing and then um and then the the uh, a new lens will become or will be selected, and then they will have the creative control over the session. Um, but yeah, I, I once I have a have a focus created, you should keep your idea on track with that focus. But it doesn't have to be exactly related. You could create an event that happens six hundred years in the future, but references this focus. You could create an event in the past that's that's. Uh, you know, existence forges the path for the focus. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so I am going to create, let's do a scene or an event inside of this period. Uh, interstellar colonization begins. Um, cause I really want to, I want to, you know, look at that, uh, period in, in, more detail um so the focus is going to be the focus is going to be the race to space um other alien civilizations know about each other uh they've been able to communicate with long-range communication um but they haven't actually like met in person because of the limitations of their their vehicles um, or their spaceships. So um, everybody's kind of pining to be the first. So that's the focus. Um, within that focus, I'm going to create a event um, called. Uh, oh, let's see what are our, what are our alien races. 
let's go with um, the SDES build a uh, prototype engine that um, explodes, killing thousands. I don't need to explain. I think it's pretty obvious that's dark. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty dark thing to happen. Um, so yeah, they 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 build this uh, they build this prototype engine um, to to kind of like expand faster uh, in the space race and are so focused on winning that they ignore the safety precautions and like all of the lab technicians and the people living in the nearby city completely dead leveled um okay and then within that i'm going to create a scene and so how scenes work um we are going to all try to answer a question um and we're going to pick characters so let me scroll to this so to create a scene, you first pose a question, something you want to find out about the history. The goal of the scene is to decide the answer to that question. Um, so we, I, I state the question, uh, we set the stage, we choose characters, and then we reveal thoughts that our characters have, and then we play the scene. So the question is going to be, when did the as des technicians know they were fucked (laughs) (laughs) um so that's that's the scene question uh and um all right so so the stage is this um they've just they've just uh you know gone through like the uh final checklist um, there's a few kind of like head scientists who are debating about um, kind of, you know, routine things, uh, when they're going to have lunch after, um, you know, who's going to put their who's going to put their name first on the um, on the discovery document. And, uh, you know, one person might suggest, oh, this is um Maybe we should like run a safety check. They wave him off. So um, I will go ahead and uh, so the next person after me is uh, Demi. So Demi, what is your character? My main character? No, what is your character in this scene? You're going to be playing a character in this scene. Oh, um... um. And I, I, I have just stated there's a few head scientists. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other technicians in this in this room as well. Um, but there's also uh, there is not there's not any civilians. Okay, I'm gonna be playing one of the head scientists. What's their name? Um, their name is going to be. Their name is going to be Cosmos. Cosmos? Yeah. K-O-Z-M-O-Z. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're Cosmos. Uh, you're one of the head scientists. Um, okay. Uh, Jordan. Can I be the poor bastard suggesting the uh, 
safety checks and getting shot down? Abs- absolutely, you can. Okay. Um, you're you're a poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's my official name. <laughs> yes, that's what it says on your nameplate. Um, <laughs> poor bastard. You didn't realize why until now. Uh, all right, Finally Andrew, who are you? I I want to be the technician that finds the first flaw. That turns everybody around and says, hey, uh, I think we got a, a problem here. Okay. Um, and I will be, um, I will be the, I will be the uh, assistant who is taking lunch orders. Um, all right. And okay. So the next thing we're going to do is reveal thoughts. So in the same order that we just created characters, um, just a ve- super brief what is your character thinking at this exact moment when we start the scene? Demi. Or Cosmos. The deaths are perfect. We make newer mistakes and everything will go as planned. Excellent. Uh, uh, poor bastard. Man, I, uh, I really think we ought to double check this ship. It just seems like something's... We've never done this before. What if we kill a bunch of people? Okay. Um, that's what poor bastard's thinking. Okay, uh, uh, Andrew, what was your character again? Uh, one of the technicians in the room. Okay. Um. Uh, what are they thinking about? I hope I press the buttons in the right order. Uh, I don't want this thing to blow up. All right, and I'm thinking, or I am the assistant, and I'm thinking, boy, I hope Cosmos noticed that I got his coffee order exactly right. Okay, and uh, and we're playing the scene, so let's let's get into it. All right, fellow Asdesi, these are the, this is the moment that we've been waiting for. We've placed countless hours of testing theories and hypotheses and mathematical equations, and we have this down to perfection. There is absolutely nothing that can go wrong, for we have tested and tested. And we are ready to show the galaxy what it means to hey. be Asdes. Hey, hey, co- uh, technician Cosmos. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, this is your this is your mocha latte. I I did. A, I'm sorry. I, I did a really good job this time. I I think you'll find that the goat's milk is perfect. Could you could you um get me a macchiato? Um. Yes. What size? Large. What do you what okay. do you think I'm doing here? You think I don't need a large? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I I just I didn't want I to have a large job. the wrong size. Yes, yes, of course you do. Assistant, you dare interrupt this speech that is going to set us down the path to greatness over a macchiato? Get it here. Uh, yes. I is that what's that red blinking light? That red blinking light is none of your business. Your business is making sure that we are caffeinated. Y- yes, yes, sir. Um, yes, yes, Cosmos, sir. Mr. Uh, Cosmos, I think you actually might want to come take a look at this. Um, engine 1 is looking a little different than uh, our previous tests. And what is it showing? Uh, it's showing a bit higher temperatures over the threshold that we're normally used to. Um, probably 5% higher than normal. Uh, do you want me to monitor? Should we stop or should we keep going? 
Uh, we should keep going. A 5% temperature difference shouldn't affect anything too much. Um, as you know, with these tests, there's many things that are left with, as long as they're within margin, it should be fine. Um, we'll proceed as planned. All right, you got it, boss. Cosmos, it is still well within the parameters of normal, but we haven't run our final safety checks yet. We've run tests and tests before, and they've all turned out fine, so why waste time running another test just for us to get a result that we already know what it will be? Well, the tests we've run were purely theoretical. We haven't read any, run any practical safety tests yet. Okay, but we are a civilization where theory and practicality are one and the same because we are what? Perfect. Exactly. We're perfect. Uh, exactly. We're, we're perfect. I, I knew that one. Exactly. So why test again? We are ready to do this. We have come too far to let a theoretical test tell us that we're not ready when we are. So we will proceed. Uh, engine engine uh, two's their uh, temperature has started to rise as well. It's now 10% above normal levels. Um, mm. It's rising pretty steadily. Engine one is a little bit higher than that as well, I would say. Okay. Um, hmm. Interesting. Uh, it could be... Hmm. Okay, uh, what you'll do is you'll keep the coolant tanks on standby, monitor those temperatures, and as long as we uh, don't let it get too far out of control, then it should be fine. Like I said, we are perfect, so we have contingencies for these situations. Everything will continue as planned. I don't want to be a bother. Um, the, my coffee trolley, uh, I forgot to put the locks on it, and... It's kind of rolling out onto the tarmac right now. Uh, is is there like a technician down there that can, I don't know, stop it? You lost control of a coffee trolley? What are you good for? You go get it! Now! Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm just gonna b- book it down the, down the tarmac, um, as, like, the engines are starting to fire up. Um... And, uh, yeah, this, this coffee trolley's, like, really getting away from me. Um, it's kind of a, kind of an incline. Um, and, uh, it's approaching engine one. Uh, uh, come in, come in. The trolley's approaching engine one. What do I do? You fool! Stop it! Run faster! Um, okay, everyone divert power from engine one. What are you doing? I feel like, did we answer, guys, did we answer the question? Yeah. What? I I would I would say yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the coffee trolley rolled into the uh, to the engine t- intake, and right. uh, the coolant system was not able to withstand the added pressure. So, yeah, that's when they knew they were fucked. Um, okay. Good. Good job. Uh, yeah. It's how scenes work? As soon as the questions answered. We're done with the scene. Um, okay. We we as historians know what happens afterwards, so it's not even necessary to play it. Um, all right. So those are my two things that I'm adding. Um, remembering the focus is uh, the space race um, between kind of the the more technologically advanced societies. So um, we're gonna go in reverse order from how uh, we do the scene. So, uh, Andrew, it is your turn to, um, to add something. You can add a period, you can add an event, um, or you can create another scene within an event. 
I was thinking of a another event uh, before this, uh, and I was thinking about um, like the first official contact with another alien race. It could be like the Esdes with some with another race, or like the human race with somebody else. Um, but I was thinking more human race since that's kind of it seems like that's what we're focusing on. So having the human race interact officially with another civilization for the first time. Okay. So like first first contact with with uh, humans and another yes, race. Yes, first contact. You can just give us like a brief explanation of of what happens um, in the event. We don't need to know like specific specifics because we're not creating an, a scene here. Um, but just like a, a like a brief synopsis of how first contact went because we we know we know how first contact went. Right. I I think that uh, first contact went um, kind of like it wasn't a big surprise, but it was still important. Um, which, and then from that first interaction came, I think, a boon for the human race, kind of an advancement in uh, technology. And then from, like, sharing of uh, intellect and stuff, which builds into the race for first galactic travel. Okay, cool. Do you think uh, overall this was a light or a dark uh, interaction. I feel like it was a light interaction. Okay. Um, sorry. All right. So just uh, yeah, uh, identify that. We'll erase this for now, um, unless somebody wants to add a scene in there later. Um, okay, uh, Jordan, it is your turn. Okay. I'm gonna say, while um, civilizations race to be the first into space. A group of elites from several of the bigger, more um, evolved planets are communicating, plotting behind the scenes to seize control. Okay. Uh, is this an event? Um, yes. And I don't want to make assumptions, but that's probably dark, right? Yeah. I'm kind of thinking of this as being like the start of the Empire. Oh, okay. Cool. So, so... Um, we're establishing that the Empire is not one race, but maybe a, uh, a formation of a, a few uh, different species. Yeah, that's kind of where I was thinking. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but obviously we don't have the Empire yet. Um, no. So we... Yes, that's, that's, still, that's still something that somebody else could create at some other point in time. Honestly, there's like a probably a whole other game of microscope we could play just for an alien or just for the empire. But for now, uh, go ahead and put light in your at the end of your description. You mean dark? Dark, dark. Sorry. You can create a period, an event or a scene. Um, Just remembering, of course, if you create an event, it has to be in a period that already exists. If you create a scene, it has to be in an event that already exists. If you create a period, you can start something completely new. (laughs) But it has to relate to the focus. Okay. Uh, Can it be in addition to the way that um, humans established first contact? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we we don't have... uh, You could create an event that talks into... uh, Or that uh, comes at it from a different angle. Um, You can create a scene 
in which um, something happens within the uh, within that time period uh, or that event. Just uh, yeah, whatever. So I I was going to say that okay, you know how like the Volchanth kind of have like those like uh ma- those like mind influencing powers. Um, we we are now just I mean. Uh, we do. The audience does not. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so just, okay. yeah, whatever event you create, just be informative. Okay, so, um, um, this entire time, okay, um, an alien, no, I don't know why it's doing that. Okay, here we go. An alien race was... Using. If you want, if you if you want it to be the Vosinth, uh, you can just say the Vosinth use their um, their uh, influence influencing ability to mask their uh, activity in space. So the Vosinth, and they did that for basically any any of the um, other races. And is that light or dark? Uh. Like, yeah, I want to say that they had good intentions for doing it. Um, they were just trying to protect the lesser um, developed civilizations from easily being defeated and conquered by uh, more advanced civilizations in space. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, it is, it's back to me, and I am going to say... Uh, I'm going to actually add on an event. This is going to be at the end of the period. Um, and I think it's, it relates to the focus. Um, so, uh, the empire is formed and officially announces its existence by invading several planets. Um, and effectively wins the space race. And, uh, I think this is dark. Um, they're not, they are not very, uh, kind about invading the planets. Uh, they don't, they don't, you know, like offer to share. It's kind of like a, hey, this belongs to us now sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's generally perceived as pretty dark, uh, by most historians. New! New season, new universe, new cast, new music, new website, new, new. We are back in the saddle again and ready to share the wonders of Roll Warrior storytelling with our adoring masses, all ten of you. Because of this glow up of newness, now more than ever is time for you to join our elite group of patrons like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. For $5 a month, you get the bonus content. We are talking about bonus episodes not released to the Gen Pop, a direct line of communication to the cast so you can chat with us and find out what alcoholic beverages I prefer or how many times Demi has been duped into the Church of Scientology. The answer might shock you. We would love the, your financial support so we can keep the lights on and keep doing what we love. To join, go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors and hit subscribe. We also have a Twitter at Roll Warriors so you can tweet at or about us all hours of the day and night. Lastly, the website is currently being updated. Once complete, you will be able to follow along in the story to find out what a goosh is. 
see the document we are all annoyingly typing on in this episode, and learn more about the cast and characters. There will also be links to in-game materials we are using so you too can create worlds like deities, or run through the apocalypse RPG that is Legacy. Okay, so we have fit, we've completed this round of the game, and um, after we've created or finished this round, uh, we do what is called create a legacy. And let me pull up the section. Oh, there's a whole lot of fucking shit about the scenes. Yeah, we got it. Okay. All right. A legacy can take many forms, an object, a person, a place, a bloodline, an organization, or even a philosophical idea. Um, so the uh, says the player to the right of the lens looks back over what happened during this focus and picks something to be a legacy. Uh, it has to, it has to be something that appears in play this round, either in the first time or re- reappearing from earlier in the game. Uh, you are not making something new, just singling out something already in the history. Choose something you're interested in and want to explore more. It has to be something specific from the history, not a broad concept or idea. So, uh, Demi, um, you're going to create our first legacy. Every player can only have one. Um, and this is if you may, if you decide to make a new one, um, you just you just unselect your old legacy um and uh if another one uh player wants to keep your old legacy they can choose to immediately drop their own and replace it with the one being discarded and so after that you're gonna after you uh, create a legacy you're going to um make an event or a dictated scene about it um does that make sense uh yeah i think so Okay. So looking at everything that we just covered in this round, uh, pick something that you want to focus on. It could be like a person, a place, uh, a a bloodline, organization, a philosophical idea, an object. Okay, and I'm going to turn that into a legacy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. um, And I could just pick one of these and I just put legacy Denny, basically? Uh, You don't have to pick one of the scenes or events or something, you just, um, like, as an example, you could say, uh, you know, um, the prototype engine is my legacy. And that's, and then you can take, you know, write that out. We'll do it above the big picture, right under where I have legacy written down, Mm -hmm. uh, and highlight it in a color of your choice. Um, And then we'll just, that'll be denoted as your legacy. Okay, wait, I still think I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm sorry. Okay. The, what is, what is the legacy? What is it? The legacy? It is, it is something that you are choosing to, uh, put a spotlight on, um, for kind of the duration of the game, something that interests you, um, more than other stuff. And, uh, you're going to get opportunities to play with it later. Okay. Okay, I kind of okay. So I kind of want to make the Asdes people a legacy. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and type that out and and highlight it in a color of your choice. Okay. Now you can create a you you make an event or dictated scene about it. 
Um, the difference between a played scene and a dictated scene, we just did a played scene um, on mine. That's where we all take part in it and kind of collaboratively tell the story. A dictated scene is is... I have an idea for a scene, but I just want to tell what happens. Um, and and so we don't make characters. You just explain it. So it'll be about your legacy. Okay, so I can do a scene about... Um, or an event. Or an event, okay. Um, hmm. Okay, so I have a question. It's like the prototype engine exploding and like what happened to their main planet or like two different things right that as far as so demi that is an idea that you have had Mm -hmm. as far as the history is concerned it hasn't it hasn't been manifested yet okay um so it's it's existence doesn't right now um so if if that's if that's what you want to happen you have to add it into the game at some point. Ooh, okay, so that's probably where I should start, right? Yeah, so, if you want to. Uh, okay, so I will do... Okay, the Asdes. Okay. People lose their home world from prototype interstellar Accident? Yeah. Accident and become space dwelling. And then is that light or dark? Dark. Okay. I don't think there's an explanation needed. That's just <laughs> self self-evident. Okay. Alright, cool. So we are officially we finished the the main fit fa- or the focus phase. We finished the legacy phase. It is now time to start a new phase focus so um in opposite order from where we just went andrew you are now the lens um you get to create a new focus and you can create um either uh one thing or two um uh things that are connected to each other okay so i am gonna make a new period is that cool uh, don't ask me. Just All do right, it. I'm making a new period for. Um, well, um, what's the focus about the for for the period? So I'm that you're about to. I, I wanted to focus on um, inter- intergalactic uh, communications, like an inner civilization communications for this one, like uh, how we are the uh, different civilizations are interacting with each other throughout all of this so but after the space race has ended so the space race is okay so like and then so like post-empire diplomacy yes okay all right so that's the focus everybody so everything that we create has to relate to um has to relate to diplomacy after the space race in some way shape or form so um so yeah go ahead and make your make your uh, period uh yes uh so we have space uh, cool so i got uh new where a new period where intergalactic trade begins oh you might want to put that after the empire invades several planets with interstellar yeah, 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 tech yeah, okay got it 
Sorry, I thought I was in a different place. So that is the period. Um, did you want to create an event within the period or uh, move on to somebody else? I just want to move on to somebody else. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, next it is um, Jordan. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off of um, Demi's thing of not wanting like a unified currency. So. Okay. So read us what you have written there. So I put civilizations fight over a unified currency talks reach a stalemate. So they just can't decide what money is going to be the money of the empire. And I know this is kind of gray, but do you think it's light or dark? Um, probably dark because it probably makes trade really difficult. Okay. Drac. Darl, <laughs> Drac. Dark. <laughs> Don't laugh at my typing. That's all right. Um, okay. Next up is Demi. All right. So, okay. So I'm just creating like another event or period, etc. Or scene. Yep. Okay. Um, just has to relate to the focus, but it can be anywhere on the timeline. I'm going to continue further with the civilization fights over unified currency talks reach a stalemate. Um, okay. So, okay, there we go. Currency, lo and behold, was an Earth-only concept. It was introduced into the galaxy and capitalism threatened <laughs> to destroy the whole galaxy. <laughs> Wait, is that too much? <laughs> um, I mean, it's a big event. But yeah, I... And then, bam. And then I feel like that's what kind of segues into civilizations fight over unified currency. Talks reach a stalemate, and that's just how... <sighs> crazy things started happening from this. Okay. Okay. And is that a light or a dark event? Ooh, totally dark. Okay. <laughs> okay. All of our events are very dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm noticing that. You guys are really morose people. <laughs> Sorry. Is everyone just having a bad week? <laughs> Life is a bummer. No, I just had a, I had a really <laughs> good weekend. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm also feeling good. I'm glad you guys are doing great. I'm happy for you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Um, Okay. okay Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Just give me a hard time. (laughs) Um, Okay. I really want to explore something. I want to explore this, this, uh, intergalactic trade diplomacy at the end of the of the um of our time period and even and so i'm going to create an event called practiced diplomats reach accord with super species uh let's call them the gryol because why not to unseat the empire. Uh, and that's light. 
That's a good thing. Um, so yeah, ba- basically, like th- you know, they've they've had a long time to uh, to get kind of good at their job um, and find out what makes the other races happy. And so yeah, this this like giant uh, peace summit um, uh, reaches in accord with this this super intel or super advanced species, the Gryol, um, and uh, they they work out a plan to to fuck the empire. And uh, that's a good thing because the empire sucks. So that's that's my <laughs> that's my event. Um, all right, so it'll go back to you, Andrew, to close this out with uh, an, one more thing that you create. Okay. Um, hmm. So I can make like an event or like or anything else, I guess, within that. Sorry. Just yes. making sure. I'm yeah. sorry I'm asking a million questions. Just... No, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, this is the first time we're all playing this, so... Uh, you know, I'm not super familiar too. I I read the whole rule book, um, but yeah, basically you can create any other thing—a period, an event, or a scene—that um, relates to the focus that you created. And this is kind of gives you an opportunity to guide the creation of this focus a little bit more. You get the last word. So. I was thinking we could, uh, I could just, I can't, I don't know. I can, I like the scenes. It would be fun to do another scene, but, um, yeah, like I would, I'm actually, I like this fight over the unified currency thing, like to have a scene and see, I guess really what I want to know is like, which, um, civs are present. Um, and, uh, who has the biggest issue with the currency? Because it might be, uh, you know, th- there could be some something with like the empire or like what else? Or and sorry, something with the empire um, in their proposal and what um, groups would defy them in order to lead to the big fight that happens towards the end, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so to help you along with this, since this is your first scene you're creating, um, I think you probably don't need to say which civs are present. Um, as, as historians, we we're, we're definitely well aware and it'll come out, it'll be answered when we create characters. Right. Um, right. So I, th- yeah. So I think that like, just, just, uh, you know, stating like, you know, who has the biggest issue with the currency or more or a more targeted, you could decide who it is mm-hmm. and we, and you just say, why does, you know, the goosh uh. have such a problem with the currency? Uh, and then we play a scene where we act out what it is that it's, that's their grievance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess cause the goosh are kind of the, the banking society. I forgot about that. I created those people. Dang. Uh, okay. So, um, I'm not trying to guide you. No, or no, I, I, just, I totally, I appreciate it. it. It makes sense, and that still leaves it plenty, plenty open ended because we don't know what the proposal is, mm-hmm. um, who's proposing it, you know. So uh, that's that's good. So after you state the question, um, you're going to set the scene, 
um, which is just kind of like a a dungeon mastery, you know, what's going on in the room, who's present. So uh, you get you get to tell us, um, you know, uh, key characters like who has to be present, and you get to tell us who is not present. So I believe they are interacting on a large uh, ship in a instead of on a planet they're in kind of like a safe waters quote-unquote area of space um, or a neutral zone in space on a ship um host uh who's ship? Uh, hosted by the goosh so it's a goosh ship okay because since their whole deal is um economy uh i believe the fialnil are there the vosinth uh vosinth would be there as death are there and the fortizen well, more like I don't think the Fortisan would be there, but the Esdeath, Vosinth, Fialno, and Goosh would definitely be there, talking about the a new currency proposal, and I believe, and I guess humanoid or the humans would be there too, and I agree the humans would be the ones bringing up the idea of currency. Okay, are there any? Are you banning anything? Or anyone really? No, I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it. Okay, leave it open. So each one of us has to play one of the a representative from one of the races that you mentioned. Correct. Is that going to be feasible? I guess. Um, I guess not. Um, yeah. So just like with, with key characters, you want it to just be like this. This is who absolutely needs to be there, and one of us has to play them. Um. Otherwise, okay. If they're not mentioned, they can be there or they don't have to be there. Um, but since you're setting up the scene, you're saying, "Well, the goosh definitely have to be there, and also this person or that person." Okay, I would say the goosh definitely have to be there then, and then the humans have to be there because the humans are proposing the currency, um, the intergalactic okay. currency. So we all know who else is. You know, uh, an uh, you know an optional thing because we created the aliens. Right. So, um, okay. So it's going to be. Uh, we're now going to do characters. So it'll go. Um, I guess uh, me first, uh, and then Demi, and then Jordan, and then Andrew. You'll create a character at last. Um, I will be. I think I'm going to be a representative from uh, the Vosinth. Just because, I don't know. I think that they're cool. Uh, she's very um, uh, she's very eclectic, like a collector of sorts, um, and uses her, her, her song skills to kind of get good deals on things. Um, so that's my character, uh, Demi. Okay. Um, I was totally going to be a vote champ. But I will... You can also be a Vochinth as long as two of us are either a goosh or a human. <laughs> I kind of okay. wanted to be a human, so... Okay. If that helps well, you, Demi. Okay, cool. I will also be a, uh, also a Vochinth. Uh, like, siren. Because <laughs> I want to do it. Alright, uh, any distinction for your character? Um, I guess she'll be, like, the main, like communications liaison the Vulcan. Um So you're but, the ambassador and I'm just yeah. like I'm kind of like a a, a collector attache. 
I like it. Okay, so, ooh, okay, you seem to be very pro-currency, and I feel like my version is, like, very against it. So we could be, Don't like, tell me what I am. No! Don't tell me what I am, Demi. <laughs> no, I was asking. This isn't a collaboration. I'm my I character, know. and you're your character. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I'm sorry, I overstepped. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. All right, uh, Jordan. Um, I'm going to be a human ambassador, um, speaking in favor of the currency proposal. Capitalist. (laughs) I'm going to be a capitalist. Awesome. I'm like Elon Musk's great, 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 great grandchild or something. (laughs) Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, so that, that I'll be the goosh, uh, uh, chairman that is uh leading the discussion all right so yeah it's probably going to put you in charge of answering the question more or less uh but yeah um okay and uh so now we each go uh same order uh reveal what uh we're thinking about just before the scene starts um as the uh collector attache um I'm I'm more concerned with uh, making like a special deal um, with the humans. I really want like certain exotic animals um, <laughs> from your planet. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, th- this whole talk about currency is great. But let's get to like the the antelopes and the octopus and the uh, giraffe. That's what I'm interested in. Um, okay, uh, Jordan or uh, Demi. The thought of a intergalactic currency spreading amongst the peoples seems to be the most dire of things that could happen. Uh, this needs to be confined back to the planet where it came from, so that the galaxy does not become purged in war and greed like this planet has. And Jordan. Um, I'm just thinking about uh, how best to present my case because I want human money to be everyone's money. Natch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mr. Goose Chairman, what's what's your thoughts? Uh, I believe personally that if it isn't broke, you don't need to fix it. So though I am supposed to be an impartial I'm supposed to be impartial to the discussion. I have my own ideology with uh, the talks about the currency, but I'm here to just be a listening ear and to see both sides. If that's it, then we'll just uh, we'll start the scene. The Goose Chairman uh, recognizes the human representative with a new proposal to our small gathering today. If you would like to speak on what you would, uh, your proposal that would be most excellent. Yes, for um, hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, money was the driving factor of the human race. Money was the reason that the humans got to space. Money was the reason that we built this great empire and money is the reason that I'm standing before you today. And (laughs) (laughs) I believe that trade is currently difficult amongst the empire with um, 
many races not even having a concept of money and many races having a concept of money that's vastly different. And I believe that this could all be solved by just making human money the money that we use, the official money of the empire, because it was humans who brought currency into the empire, and it's humans that should control that currency. Uh, the the uh, Vosinth are very interested in this proposal um, and would be uh, amenable to accepting it uh, on the condition that uh, Earth uh, introduces some... Um, some pot sweeteners, if you will, some uh, uh, attachments to this to this proposal. A a uh, a rider. What did you have in, in mind? Uh, we are aware of several extremely interesting species on your world, and uh, would be agreeable to this proposal if one would simply offer picker's rights on 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 certain animal. Uh, species animals that's all you want take all the animals you can get i guess excellent excellent this this Focinth is in favor of the human's proposal <clears throat> you are a disgrace to the Vosinthi people why would you all want something like the concept of currency and money when you've seen what it's done to the galaxy already. Now there is even more war and fighting and strife because the value has been placed on things. Something that is completely made up, yet it gives entirely real consequences to the people that cross its path. This galaxy has done fine with simply trading things with each other that has been needed. Sharing information, sharing technology, sharing things that we cannot acquire like we've we've been fine with trade this whole concept of money is just going to push the ones who can't acquire it down even further and which allows tyranny i'm sorry to interrupt ambassador but i believe that you and your family have have paid a visit to uh some of my uh facilities and had quite a fun time now these do not pay for themselves uh, the the concept of currency is in favor to me because, well, certainly it's good for business. Uh, but with our abilities of eloquent persuasion, why do you need to pay for anything at all? You could simply convince your party to give you the things that you need. This, we don't need it, so I don't understand your interest in it. The Vosinthi would like to have a sidebar. Uh, and we're just going to talk. <laughs> to each other um, and open the floor up for whoever else. Uh, the uh, floor, excuse me, um, we recognize the humans to speak again if they so choose. I believe that I've made my case very effectively, Your Honor. Uh, I see. Um, <laughs> given the circumstances that uh, your very elaborate and uh, very thoughtful presentation has given us. Uh, I, we, it's given us some thought, and I appreciate what you have said so far. Um, knowing 
that things are how they are here in the galaxy and you all are new. I can see how you are trying to make your way in this galaxy um, with your ideas. But uh, change is not, or it can be something that you and your people should be willing to accept. Uh, we will take it to a vote for this proposal of currency with everybody and see what we see. Before we begin the vote, I just have one thing that I would like to air quote say. The Vosinthi <clears throat> is recognized. Please speak. <laughs> okay, sorry. She, <laughs> she's using her Vosinthi like siren powers to try and dissuade the goosh from voting in favor of this currency she's t- <laughs> yeah the uh the the collector is just sitting uh in the corner rolling her eyes with the absolute disdain uh for her ambassador did we say that the goosh are not affected by that i don't know uh, it, it that would be a way to answer the question if that's what you think the goosh would I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that is what probably, that would answer the question, because if that, they were to do that, and I don't think when we made those, uh, that they were like an impartial, like, group, so I think if they were persuaded by the Vosent, then that would be it. Okay. Well, then that's, that's the question answered. There you go. All right, so why did the Goosh not like the currency proposal? Uh, they were songbirded by <laughs> by a Vosinthi. There you go. Who did not represent the interests of all of her people. Yeah, she really did it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them just want fancy animals. Fancy animals. Yes. So, she... She feels like... She feels like currency is a disease hey, to be hey, urged. Hey, hey, hey. The scene's over. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to go back into it in more detail, you can make your own scene that covers it again. Um, but uh, for now, we, we've ended the scene. Um, so um, we will go into the legacy phase, uh, which I believe means that it is... Um, so I am creating the legacy this time. Um, and I think, hmm, I want to cover Vosinth at, uh, Ambassador. What's her deal? Why does she hate currency? And so I'm going to create, I'm going to create a scene, a, a, a dictated scene. Um, so we are in the Vosinth Ambassador's, uh, chamber just before the talks start. And um, she's sitting there with a rather, uh, like, poshly dressed um, uh, Jagger, who um, he's wearing, like, imperial clothes. And uh, he is explaining how um, you're not going, or you're going to do everything you can to uh, 
to kill the humans proposal. Um, they don't need to be, they don't need any more power in the universe than um, they've gotten already. In exchange, we won't invade uh, the Vosinth homeworld. And um, you don't breathe a word of this to anyone. So, so yeah, that's the scene is the Vosinth ambassador is being strong-armed into rejecting um, the currency proposal brought to the, by the humans um, in, in favor of the Empire. <laughs> 